0: All right, so <clears throat> welcome to the portion of our night called Straight Talk. Um, today uh, we're going to be talking about a topic that's that's a little heavy. It's um, a time where we get together every year and we celebrate and we all know it's Thanksgiving. Um, but I kind of want to talk about <clears throat> the history of Thanksgiving and... Um, you know, kind of as Christians, as we think about this time of year, you know, what do we think of? Um, and Thanksgiving is known as a time of thanks, as a time when we get together with our families, and we just think about all the ways that God's blessed us, and um, <clears throat> we come together, we have dinner together, and it's a special time. Um, and when we think about Thanksgiving, we it's a, a big part of American history. Um, and just to give you guys some just some background information. I know it's been a while since we really probably talked about this. You know, we don't really talk about Thanksgiving and the history. We talk, we you know, every year Thanksgiving comes and we kind of just we prepare the meal and we prepare, you know, to get ready with the families and all that. But we don't really talk about the history so much. Yep. And yeah. maybe we talked about it when we were younger. Um, but I kind of wanted to revisit the history side and and talk about you know. The portion of history movie that we learned. So we'll talk about we'll talk about that. And so back in a long, long time ago, in in the 1600s, a small ship called the Mayflower left Plymouth, England, carrying about 102 passengers, taking about back to to history class right now. An assortment of religious separatists seeking a new home where they could freely practice their faith, and other individuals learned by the promise of prosperity and land ownership in the New World. After a treacherous and uncomfortable crossing that lasted 66 days, they dropped anchor near the tip of Cape Cod, far north of their intended destination at the mouth of the Hudson River. And about a month later, later, the Mayflower crossed Massachusetts Bay, where the Pilgrims, as they are now commonly known, began the work of establishing a village at Plymouth. And Thanksgiving is a national holiday in the United States. Um, It occurs on about, you know, the last Thursday in the month and um, it just celebrates this time where um, the colonists came and um, with the Native Americans there at, and shared an autumn harvest feast that, acknowledges, that we acknowledge today as one of the first Thanksgiving celebrations in um, the colonies. And um, for more than two centuries, days of Thanksgiving were celebrated by individual colonies and states. It wasn't until 19, 1863 in the midst of the Civil War that the President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a national Thanksgiving Day to, held, to be held in each November. Um, And so, just to give you a general background, I hope you didn't fall asleep or kind of doze off as I was telling you that, but it, I don't know, I hope it kind of brought back some memories and and that helped connect the dots as to the history of Thanksgiving. Um, But a lot of things that we don't, we weren't really taught about, and maybe even when we were young we weren't, we didn't know. Maybe it wasn't until we were older that we heard about some other stories about Thanksgiving and that, and that time. And um, I want to talk about what we don't really recognize or what we don't really hear, um, you know, as compared to what we were taught, you know? And we were taught about how, um, you know, the way that Native Americans came together with the, the pilgrims and it was a time of peace, mm-hmm. um, but we don't, really eat, we don't really hear the other side. And, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to, to share some facts of things that we hear and then some other facts that we don't really hear. Um, so things that were taught, um, I honestly don't remember this. I don't remember learning this, but I did some research today. And there was a man, I'm probably going to get his name wrong, but um, he was, his name was Squanto. And he was, from a, uh, he was a native from um, the Wampanoag tribe. And he had lived on the site where the pilgrims settled. And when they arrived, he became a translator for them in, in diplomacy and trade and trade with other native people. And showed the most the most effective ways to, to um, hunt and um, to to do agriculture. Um, but what we were not taught is that. Um, so he was like a bridge between the natives and the um, the Europeans that came, and um, and he spoke English, so he was able to kind of meet them in the middle. But what we're not taught is is that he was captured by the English and he was. Became, he was enslaved and he was shipped off to Spain and became a, a slave there. Mm-hmm. And, um, he spent several and he spent mm-hmm. several years in England where he learned English and because of slavery, basically he learned English. And then he eventually came back to the native, um, to hear the States. Now we call it the States, but he eventually came back here. And when he came back, the most of his people had been been killed mm-hmm. from whether it be smallpox or just diseases that, um, Native American faced because of the pilgrims that came. They were exposed to illnesses that they had never been exposed to before, and it caused them to, a lot of people to to, to die. Yeah. Um, and then, and another things that we don't learn about is other atrocities us other atrocities that Native Americans faced because of pilgrims. Um, I was just reading, and um, one of the one of the statistics I found was was that they were unprepared to come to to, to um, they weren't prepared with the weather, and so and, and to they, a lot of people died on the pilgrimage from mm-hmm. Europe to here, and so mm-hmm. they lost a lot of resources, they lost a lot of people and out of desperation, um, they raided um, Native American sacred land and, and, mm-hmm. and stole things from them yep. and, and and took advantage of them in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to ask you know. Us all as we really think about the history of of the genocide that was committed against the people and and how the pilgrims you know were taught that they came in the name of God to, to find um, to be able to come to a land and, and pursue their religion with religious freedom um, but then when we think of all the the, the pain and and in the in the hardship that they faced because of pilgrims how do we what what, what do you guys think about that like as Christians, what do you think about that? It was no the love. They just came and was like messed up to the people at first. Like that's not love. Like I don't know. Like if they're if they're like following God's plan, like God's will, like they should like, like do it with love. Like why are they doing that? You know, it's
1: messed up. Well, maybe like from their point of view, they like have. Uh, they, they think they have that divine right to like come and do whatever they want you know so uh, if they're like going to like prosper and like God I, they're going to like uh, uh, like trying to uh, to disciple to people or to like make the kingdom of God like bigger they uh, needed to like take stuff from them because they weren't like believers in Christ, mm-hmm. they were kind of like, uh, you know, like gypsies for them. They were like not, not you know, they haven't been saved. They're not like people of like, God. So for them, it's like it's not important if, if if they die or if they suffer, because like it was like that back then.
0: Anybody
2: else? I can respect that they came here for religious freedom. Um, yeah, the genocide that's heavy, like, maybe I think that wasn't a time though. At the same time, I think that's like a, a time when like the church was kind of uh corrupt already, you know, at that point. And so Self-righteousness, so nice kind of thing. Like, oh, we're better than this, these type of people. So we're gonna take your land, type of thing. I don't know. I, mean, I wasn't there, but mm-hmm. but I can I
3: can
2: I can understand. What, like, I mean, think about it. If that never happened, we probably would not be here. Right now. here you go. So once again, you know God can turn bad situation into good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that. That's not, like,
1: that happened also in, like, Mexico, too, like, the Aztecs, Mm -hmm. like, the Aztecs were, like, liberated, like, suddenly one day, they had a, they had a city, and then they were, they disappeared, you know, they just, like, fade off, I don't, nobody knows where, nobody knows why, Mm -hmm. probably because they knew that they were going to get, like, slain or, like, die or something, they were going to, (laughs) like... So they just decided to like spread out and don't leave any trace, just leave their cities and like, whatever they have. Well, I mean, like it's kind of like the Spaniards, I mean, when they came over, they came to bring Christ, you know, that kind of they kind of went on a crusade, I guess, to be saved. But back in the day, those type of crusades were was, uh, like uh, we we're in war you know mm-hmm. they went and they spread it like that you didn't if you didn't believe then you were, you, were, you were killed and if you wanted to believe then I guess you saved, you were saved, saved I'm mm-hmm. assuming, you know but it, like it's kind of like they they came and they forced the religion on the people that were already there not but I mean I'm not saying it's like it was a bad thing but at the same time it's kind of like they killed a lot of innocent people. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, there's two sides
3: to
0: the coin on that. Let's see. So, as a Christian, how, what, what is our response, you know, to people that have experienced that kind of suffering, that kind of pain, um, on behalf of someone who represented God? Where do we, What's our responsibility as a Christian? What's our responsibility? What, are, what should we do? Or what... Like nowadays? Yeah, today. Like a situation nowadays? Or like that situation? Nowadays? Yeah. For instance, like... I've... You know, whether it be someone who is Native or another people group maybe that have experienced some kind of genocide or, um, you know, because of the name of Christ and the name of God... It's understanding that they would be, you know, mad or upset, offensive, you know. So how do we respond, you know, out of, how do we respond? Maybe with someone that has that hurt, has that pain, and maybe, you know, maybe they're against God, maybe they don't agree with our faith. How do we, how do we respond? Um,
2: For me personally, I, I, I've ran, I've ran into people. I don't think that they were like the family were necessarily like killed, but they were mm-hmm. hurt by the church in some form or fashion. But mm-hmm. I mean, something like I can't like, fathom like having my family killed by like, Christians or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and anybody try to change my mind about them after that. But I always try to tell people something that always stuck with me is that you, know, you can't you can't cut off the whole hand because pinky went bad you know like um people are going to fail you people are going to fall short you know, nobody's perfect the bible says that no. you know, so whether you know they're believers or not i think everyone can agree that we've all made mistakes mm-hmm. so you know, nobody's perfect you can't but i would tell them i was face to face with someone that you can't you know, blame they shouldn't blame the whole church the body of Christ because of a certain group of people wrong yeah. you know that's a heavy that's heavy I in the fact I was fan of that but I don't know who said it I think, was, it, was it you.
3: I think it might have been some somebody in the house or I forget they were like you don't judge maybe there's a Christian rapper and he like you don't you don't look for the worst basketball player." You don't focus on the worst basketball player. You're not checking his stats like, oh, you know, I want to be like him. Like, you're looking for the the best. Like, for Christians or anybody, you shouldn't let them base your life. Like, if you got a bad experience with them, you should see. You should look for the good ones to be changed or just be open to the good ones, you know, because that's like being being that with every person. Like, oh, this this dude, he was black. You know, he played me or whatever. So I hate black people. Like, you can't live like that. You know, that's. I think that's like the world though. and a lot of people. Like I even have that. You know, like that's a problem. Like people that remind me of someone, it comes back. Like I'll get irritated by things people say or do because it reminds me of someone. Like that's something that people just gotta pray about. Like you know, because that's the same thing with Christianity. Like if you look and be like, oh, you know, he killed Christians. Like you know, or they he'll kill people they are Christian. Like if you don't see them doing that, then why are you basing them? their situation off that. You know, it's crazy,
0: so what, so I understand what you're saying, but I guess my question is, what is our response? How do we respond? How do we initiate a conversation with someone who has that kind of hurt? How do we? Well,
1: first of all, first of all, we have to understand that We have to. uh, I I I know it's it sounds like something impossible, but believe me, it can be done. You have to try to feel the same way they're feeling. You know, getting their getting their shoes. You know, see that from their their point of view, and after like understanding what they went through, because we all have something in our family or in our history that. Or in our past that uh, made us felt that way. So for me, it's trying to understand them first, and after that, we'll try to uh, set an example. Set an example that uh, it's, it's not like it was back then. Back then, it was different. It was like it was God against nature. It was. It was faith against fate against uh, against uh, idols. You know, it was uh, it was uh, light versus darkness. Nowadays, we have uh, different ways of uh, of persuading people into 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 uh, having a different opinion of what we are, and what we stand for.
0: And I think, you know, this is a heavy discussion. This is a, this is a, a, a big topic, and you um, know, it's it's not something that one discussion can fix, or you know, nobody can have a has a simple answer, or it's not one thing that we can do. But I picked this topic just because, if you know, what's going on now, and things around the corner. Um, but even living in California, um, there's a lot of natives here. I feel like natives are represented here more so than other states. Not that they're heavily represented, but they are here. In Florida, they're not really represented. and so i've 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 gotten to hear a little bit of the perspective of natives and um, and so, just going back to what our response is, you know, we we, as Christians, you know, the Bible says, Uh, We love because God first loved us, and it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. And so in order for us to be led to repentance, though, and and come to know God, um, it says that, you know, like our eyes had to be open to it. And it's really hard for someone who has experienced so much pain and so much hurt and a deep hurt Mm. like that. It's not like one offense that someone did to you or someone said the wrong thing, but, you know, there, there. People. There was. There's. That was genocide. Is it's not something that you can just overlook. It's not something that you can just mull over. It's not like a simple offense, you know. Um, so I think taking that into consideration, you know, um, like Hector was, like you were saying, Hector, just listening, having understanding, trying to understand, and, and kind of instead of getting defensive if someone doesn't agree with your faith or getting angry at you know, take yourself out of the picture and um, have compassion, like Jesus had compassion. Um, in the Bible, in Romans twelve eighteen, it says, do your best to be at peace with all men. Mm. Um, in order to bring peace, you, you can't overlook something like genocide so quickly, you know. And um, again, there's nothing that could, could take back what they lost. But I think coming to them and having your defenses down, but just being open and, and listening could, could do do more than a, a defensive state, you know, or defensive kind of um, posture. Um, and then also I was reminded of the scripture, you know, in, um, in First John. But before I go over that, you know, I think it's one of the things that's hard as Christians, if some things that we don't understand and we wrestle with, we can kind of try to package them up in one scripture and Put a bow on it and say that's okay we've taken care of that we check it off the box let's move forward but um i think uh we do have to be careful sometimes sensitive people and mm-hmm. and you know say if we meet someone who who's experienced kind of deep hurt like that um you we'll be careful not to say some kind of cheesy one-liners you mm-hmm. know yeah. and slap a scripture on it you know <laughs> But, but show compassion, show love, um, because in the Bible, it, um, it does say that, you know, the greatest commandment is, what, to love God yeah. and then to love others. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. and the reason why we know God is because God loved us first, mm-hmm. and um, just remembering if it wasn't for love, we wouldn't be here. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I know there's this topic's a heavy topic, but... You know, I pray that we can think about it some more. If you're provoked, good. Take it to prayer. If there's something that didn't settle right with you, good. Take it to prayer. I don't have all the right answers. I don't know, you know. But I I think it's important that we, we don't overlook this, but that we, we we try to address it, you know, and, and um, yeah. And, and honor Native people and all people that have, through genocide. Yeah. You. So with that, I'll close. Um, and yeah, I just pray that um, that God's love can be shown to us.